Hey guys, welcome to another episode on the Razor Web Podcast. I struggle to keep a straight face then. Katusha has been laughing since the start of the episode. <laughs> hey guys, so, <laughs> so today's guests are uh, my dear friends from a very, um, a very enjoyable uh, Byron Bay trip that we had. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so welcome, uh, you know, welcome Sean and Patricia. Hi guys, how are you? Thanks for thanks for hello, hello. How you doing, bro? Good, good, good. Tell tell us a bit about yourself. Tell us a bit about yourself. Pratt, do you want to start? <clears throat> sure. Um, my name is Patricia. Short for oh, sorry, long for Pratt. Um, because you know we're out here in Australia and no <laughs> one can say my name probably. Um, I am. 22 years old i believe um, why did you think about that because being in lockdown honestly the yep. years are going by either really fast or really slow and i've forgotten how old <laughs> i am it doesn't matter currently how old i am you know i can't go anywhere <laughs> Good point. but okay. um yeah just a 22 year old brown girl living in sydney um still living with my parents um finished studying went to unsw and working now so yeah. so basically you're living the living the brown life yeah, pretty much. Nothing nothing different, nothing special. <laughs> How about you, Sean? Well, my name is Sean, as you all know. Um, 20-year-old, brown boy, uh, still at uni, doing business, like every other brown kid, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, living at home with my parents in lockdown. Um, yeah, nothing new, really. I love Same how both of, both of that sounded like a shadi.com. <laughs> the matrimonial. <laughs> Two more years and I'm going to end up on there. Watch. How's, how's, the, how's the lockdown been treating you guys? You been having a good time or? Um, for me, it hasn't been too bad because I still have to go into work. So it's not that bad. Like I see my friends there and stuff. So yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's going... Um, feel like it's been a rough two weeks sorry two months two weeks. but um <laughs> i wish but you know hopefully in one more month we'll be out uh, kind of going crazy but that's okay. do you guys have any plans like once lockdown's all over do you guys have something you want to do or anywhere you want to go because gladys is promising a lot of big things you know like Bro. international travel shit like that i'm like you guys have- oh my god <laughs> at this I point i just uh, sorry, I was just going to say, I just want to maybe go back to the office and see my colleagues. I really miss them. Mm. And um, to see my friends. Like, I just want to go over to my friend's house and just sit down and hug them and talk to them. So, yeah, I just miss that. Maybe another Byron trip? <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. What's with this Byron? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. We can unpack that in another episode, yeah. don't worry. That, that's not an episode. That's an entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Sean's just waiting for lockdown to finish so he can go, what, gym? Could yeah, it be gym, every, every gym. Snap and his, and his fade? Uh, what yeah, about his fade? I need to get a haircut. I need a haircut. Get my fresh fade back. Yeah. yeah. This close to going buzz. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, hopefully... Um, you know, lockdown and soon. Looking at the case numbers, it doesn't look like it, but fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Exact right. rates, mate. That's what we're focusing on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think yeah, I think after a certain point, the case numbers doesn't matter. Mm. It's just it's just vaccination rate. All right. So, uh, Bhuvan, what's today's what, today's topic? Today's topic, eh? So, 
you're the one who told me about the topic today, actually, two minutes before. So. <laughs> but so today's topic is, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, it's all about the gender pay gap. Is that right? No, 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 wrong episode. Wait, wrong episode. is it wrong episode? Is it just gender gap? Like, what? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> is that next it, is, it is gender pay gap. So I think gender pay gap is, it comes up a lot, right? When you talk to people about like equality and uh, equal pay and everything, is gender pay gap comes up a lot. So before we actually go ahead with what gender pay gap uh, means, right? I'm just going to do, do a small quiz. It's been a while since we've done a quiz. So, and the funniest thing is, this, like, Sean has the exact same stats I have. So I can 100% <laughs> say he's going to get all of these right. But anyway, uh, first one, all right? So as of May 2021, how much do women earn compared to men on average, like percentage-wise? How much? Am I allowed to look at my notes or not? No, 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 no. This is the proctored, uh, proctored uh, podcast, bro. Mm. All right. Is, this, what, uh, is, it, is, this, uh, is it the 14.2% uh, less? Or? <laughs> okay, no, I was going to give multiple choice, but Pratt's said, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. We, we, we came prepared, you know? <laughs> they were literally so stressed out in the chat. It literally felt like they're studying for an exam. <laughs> <laughs> right. We, we stress out more than we stress out for uni, you know, for today. Uh, Sean was stressed. Sean was trying stressed. to get cancelled, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Sean was stressed. He watched one video and he's like, I'm done. <laughs> I have learned every, everything I need to know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it's 14.2%, right? So do you reckon, do you reckon that's a high? So obviously the higher it is, the, the worse it is, right? Do you think that's a bad enough number for you guys? Or do you think that can, that's, I mean, that's decent, that's average. What do you reckon? Seems pretty significant. Um, yeah, I think in reality it yeah. should be 0% difference, you know? So. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I agree. Uh, next one. How is the gender pay gap calculated? Bro, I have a question. Am I in this quiz or am I just like... <laughs> <laughs> you don't know shit. Hold on. You don't know shit. So, so you can answer. Okay. All right. Um, is this multiple choice or can we just answer? I, can, I have options. Okay. First one. Uh, difference between men and women's every uh, weekly full-time earnings express as a percentage of the men's earnings. Yeah, that one. That's correct, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the other options. <laughs> do, you, do you guys want to run the podcast? <laughs> we came prepared. Fair enough. Sorry, yeah, sorry. We're, we're the ones writing the podcast, Rich, <laughs> not you. This is now the Pratt's and Sean podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> so just to clarify, so the gender pay gap is basically calculated based on uh, the sum of men, uh, um, a man's and a woman's salary base and as a percentage of men's earnings, right? Third one, this is the last one, and this is not a multiple choice. Out of all the states, right, who has the highest, um, as, and as of May 2021, who has the highest uh, gender pay gap? Which state has the highest gender pay gap? Tasmania. Western Australia? Right. I gotta, I gotta stop telling you guys this topic. I just, just, just call you on. <laughs> yeah, so uh, as of May 21, um, Western Australia has the highest one. I, was, I honestly, I honestly assumed New South Wales would have the highest, only because we seem like the main fucking state, honestly. <laughs> but <laughs> New South Wales was third, which fourteen point five percent. And I South think Australia it kind of makes sense though that really. Sorry, did you say South Australia yeah, or Western Australia? Western. Western, Western Australia, Australia yeah. which yeah, is where most of the mining jobs are, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that's a very heavily 
male focused industry. Okay. So it, it kind of makes sense that, you know, Western Australia is, it has a higher difference than anywhere else. You make a good point. So you mentioned, you know, Pratt did her mining. research. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was on the top of my head. Crass <laughs> <laughs> is educated, bro. She's educated. Educ- education. Edu- education. <laughs> so, you know, you bring up a good question. Do you think uh, with the gender <clears throat> pay gap, it has a lot to do with what, uh, what jobs men can do and what jobs, uh, you know, what jobs women can't do? Um, I think it's more to do with low representation in specific fields of women. Okay. Yeah. Okay. As opposed but to them not being able to do those jobs. Fair enough. Fair <clears> enough. <throat> uh, before you actually go ahead, what do you what do you actually reckon is the? Do you not have to give us like a textbook definition? What do you uh, what would you define as a gender pay gap? Um. Well, what I from my understanding, what I saw when people generally say gender pay gap, they're talking about the average men's earnings compared to an average woman's earnings, not taking into account like what field they're in, how many hours they work, et cetera, et cetera. Fair enough. Pratt, you? Um, yeah. So I actually recently found that out, which is interesting because for a long time, I thought it was, um, I confused it with, I guess, gender discrimination, which is when there's like the, a male and a female in the same sort of role, the same field same industry but you know the male is getting paid more than the female um and i think that that was up until for like a recent while ago that was my understanding but then i i find i kind of find out found out the difference that you know that's discrimination which is very illegal in australia and yeah and like sean said the gender pickup is to do with the average um uh, earnings of you know both male and female you're both right and the difference so usually when people, when we talk about gender pay gap, a lot of people, including me, have confused it with equal pay, right? So as Sean said, gender pay gap is basically the average hourly rate for women, men and women. Whereas equal pay is about men and women getting paid the same for, for the same role, right? But you, usually with equal pay, men and women get, uh, men and women get paid differently compared to, you know, no ideal circumstance where they should be getting paid the same. That's the uh, that's a clear uh, I, that's normally a common uh, misunderstanding between the two. Now, why do you? This is just your, in your opinion. Why do you believe gender pay gap actually exists? Uh, we'll start with Pratt's. This was like a news interview. Though. Mm-hmm. We'll, start with, <laughs> we'll start with Pratt's. <clears throat> um, I guess to the best of my ability, I I feel like with all of the societal norms, and I guess from years and years ago, decades ago. Men were the sole, you know, breadwinners of the family. They were the ones that went out and worked. Women stayed at home, had those sort of uh, roles where, you know, they're in the kitchen and they're they're looking after the baby. Um, and, you know, obviously because of those type of um, societal norms, which have just been passed down generation to generation. Um, and with men um, studying more, getting the, getting those degrees um, a lot more than women have, I guess it's it's just been passed down and, I guess even till now we're sort of trying to make up for that gap, um, which is my understanding. Well, how I think it sort of arose and having less women in the workforce and things like that. Yeah. So, are you saying with what you're saying? I'm I'm getting that it has to do a lot with I guess culture, right? Regardless of you know from where you are, it has to do, be a lot. You're you're basically saying the roles the roles people have um you know the gender roles have a lot to do with the culture they have uh, they, they come yeah. from 
Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think Fair. so. Yeah. Sean, how about you? What do you What do you reckon? Why do you reckon gender pay gap exists? Is this my opinion or what I like? Kind of. Your Your opinion. Both. Your Your opinion. Your opinion. Well, I guess my opinion has now changed because I kind of. Well, I watched the. I don't know if you guys know what the Explain series is. Uh, no, no, actually, uh, there's, it's like a series on Netflix. So they explain a bunch of random topics, mm. and then someone I know got me to watch the, the gender pay gap one. Because in my head, I I used to think that it was kind of I thought it would have been like gender discrimination. Like I didn't realize that it was just the average comparing them both. So basically, in that it says, uh, like just like paraphrase or summarize whatever. It says that um, it's not so much as a gender pay gap as it is. Uh, choosing to be a mother gap so men and women men and women who don't have kids or whatever they tend to have like a similar uh, amount of pay for the being in the same field but then when you choose to have a kid obviously you're going to take off time to look after your kid you're going to have to take them to doctor's appointments this that and then as a result of that you'll be in the workplace less and you'll be taking more time off with which then results in you less likely being promoted as opposed to the father who might get promoted. And then that's why that gap kind of increases over time. So they find that with the gender pay gap, uh, when you're younger, there's less of a gap, but as you grow older, uh, up until I think like 55 or something, that's when the gap is at its biggest. All right. All right. Fair. Makes sense. Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So as I was saying, so with that being said, like, you know, how it started and everything. So how do you feel like, I guess, what's the solution to this, I guess, the gender pay gap? What do you guys reckon? Um, I don't think there's one out-of-the-box solution for this. Like, mm. it's it's definitely, as, as I said, it's happened over decades, so it's definitely going to take that long to fix it. But <clears throat> a few that um, I remember watching a, um, a video and, like, you know, being educated this about work is um, something that companies can do is uh, try to remove that bias from the beginning, right? Even before the hiring process starts or when it's at the beginning where when you have your pool of, uh, you know, candidates for a specific role, make sure that, you know, there is 50% female, 50% male candidates, you know, in that pool. Just so that from the beginning, you can sort of remove that bias and you can um, keep that equality throughout, you know. And <clears throat> I guess after the hiring process, things like that, um, there's also, like Sean mentioned, women take off time to, you know, maternity leave, have a, have a baby and things like that. Um, and I think it really comes down to maybe communicating, like, you know, um, with, like, you know, having that female communicate with their manager saying, hey, th these are my plans. And, you know, and really having your employer work with you and say, okay, you know, take, take the time off you need. We'll have someone fill that role. And then when you come back, you will have that same role. You know, we don't want we don't want to be in a situation where the person that was looking after their role is essentially given their role. And then the female has to work again to maybe get back their role or even get promoted after, you know. Mm. So I think that's, you know, one step that can really be taken. I, I came to this podcast, this episode, so prepared for once. And Pratt's went through all my points in one paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Usually I just come and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I got a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. For once I'm, I sat down, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna do your Gender research. Pay I got this. Watch me carry this thing. 
<laughs> next fucking minute she's like discrimination bonuses uh women are uh, working for the family i'm like okay why am i here <laughs> no like I, i agree with everything you said i agree with everything you said so i feel like i oh sorry no go 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 on i feel i don't agree with the the equal gender pool thing because with some for example some fields there won't be like i said before there'll be a lot of there'll be a low representation of women in certain fields and then same on the other side low representation of men in certain fields so to get an equal candidate pool of 50-50 that would kind of cut out a lot of options uh for example like with um expertise experience study um so i feel like equating for the candidate pool to be 50-50 i feel that would be quite hard to do what what are these fields what do you reckon like cuz you basically <clears throat> mentioned it's hard to so pratt so pratt is basically saying for any role when yeah. you know when they're hiring there should be a uh, a 50-50 between the men and women that are considered right yeah. you're, but you're saying that it's basically job role to job role it can't be the same across all right so what do you reckon are some i guess uh some roles that you know there'll be more women than men and some roles where there'll be met more men than women. Well like for example like with Western Australia we said they had the highest rate of gender gap right and that was yep. because um it's predominantly got I think I wrote it down somewhere there's like construction workers and stuff yeah. mainly um there. So if you were trying <clears throat> to equate the candidate pool you'd have to have the same amount of men and women okay that are available for hire but there might be a significantly less amount of women um in that field or in that state looking to do that kind of work so trying to equate the pool for your candidacy that would be a difficult task to do i feel mm. that's true that's true makes sense that's yeah true. that's definitely true i guess it's more like um where wherever you can try to make the pool as equal yeah, as of you course. can yeah of course yeah yeah um but yeah totally understand that there'll be there'll be a lot of uh, occupations a lot of industries where it's it's more male focused or female focused you know and there won't be enough enough of the two different genders applying for the same role yeah do you reckon with you know, these jobs that you speak about uh, you know the ones in western australia for example a lot of these pay gaps exist because of our inherent strengths <clears throat> as a man or a woman um when you say inherent strength you mean like biologically like phys- Yeah, biologically, biologically. Um, I feel like it would vary job to job. Like, for example, in construction, like maybe. Yeah. But then also there could be other things. Like, for example, that's more like mentally. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, for example, I think engineering has a lot less women than men as well. But that's yeah. not really to do with like your physicality at all. Okay. Do you yeah. guys have any? I guess. experiences now when i say experiences this might be you and your partner you and a friend or a friend and a friend or you might just have heard of somewhere have you ever heard instances of a gender pay gap or have you you know you've heard instances where you know um your male friend is getting paid a lot more than your female friend or the other way around have you ever heard of these situations <clears throat> like a you know a real life situation see i think that's something that's kind of avoided in the workplace just because no one really talks about their salaries you know it's not okay. something that people are very transparent with obviously <clears throat> it's not great if you just go up to someone and say hey what's your salary or if they ask you you're sort of programmed to think that's like a not a logical question or you're meant to be offended yeah. whereas i mean i 
I think it can go in a good and bad way if people start being transparent with their salary compared to, you know, somebody else in the same field. Um, it's good because, I mean, you, you sort of get a, a gist of, you know, how much the other person is paying and how much you really think, like, you know, how much you, you are, mm, I don't want to say worth, but, you know, you want to see... How much your skills what, are, your skills are worth, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, how much the work you're doing is valued by the company and things like that. It's, it's, I mean, it's obviously not good to compare because you don't know the other person could have more experience. They could have leveraged on it during the interview process and things like that. But you can also learn off it and say, hey, you know, if we're doing the same job and they're getting a better pay, maybe when next time you're looking for a job, you'll know to ask for a higher pay because you have the same experience or the same, you know, degree and things like that. So it's obvious it it can go good and bad. And if and in bad I mean if you find out that, you know, being a female, if I find out that my uh, male colleague is getting paid more. Yep. I, I could go to my employer and say, hey, why is this happening? You know, justify it. Uh, we, we studied the same amount and we have the same experience. Justify why they're getting paid more. So it's um, it's really hard to compare, especially if you don't have that transparency um, of who is getting paid what. That's fair. I, I am so glad we have a girl on, not just four boys. <laughs> Imagine having four boys. What gender pay gap? What gender pay gap? <laughs> uh, and then the next episode, sorry, Raise a Podcast is no longer <laughs> continuing. <laughs> <is> unavailable. <laughs> Until we get our shit together. <laughs> no, but I'm glad we have you on. I, I, I guess you, um, she's basically asking for I guess, transparency in the workplace to a certain extent, because I know if you're too transparent, it can also create a bit of conflict. Like, uh, once again, I think the what you're trying to say is with, with transparency, you're trying to basically have an informed uh, informed discussion rather than conflict, right? Rather yeah. than why is he getting paid more? Why am I getting paid less? More like, you know, how can we kind of uh, make it equal for everyone, mm. right? All right, so uh, we've gone through what you know, what uh, why you guys think uh, gender pay gap exists. Now, these are there are five reasons what you know this from what the internet has said. The first one uh, Pratt's mentioned as well uh, was discrimination and bias in hiring and pay decisions. So it's exactly what you said. There, when there's um, an unequal amount of men to women when there's hiring for roles, and once again, I think this this depends on role to role i don't think it's just obviously for every job for every role for every title uh i think it changes as you go yeah to touch uh, on that before you begin i know like a, a lot of like the bigger bank like in the banks and organizations and whatnot have made that effort to start hiring um more females as well like i know i've i've realized that as well so um i think over time as pat said like you know it's going to take some time to get used to but i think organizations especially the big ones that have big reputations and everything like that have started making some form of difference to like, you know, fix that gap. Um, I mean, before we go, I, I completely, I think mm. banks is, the banks are a great place to kind of, you know, become a role model in this case. I think if you're looking at all the banks, if they, if all of them take the same step, right, which they're, you know, addressing gender pay gap, I guess it sets a great example for the rest of the industry. Mm -hmm. mm. Right. The second one is bonuses. Now, this one's a bit, I guess, interesting because, all right, with me with gender pay gap, right? It's for me, it's it's a common it's common sense. Why would you treat someone like um, 
why wouldn't you treat people equally, right? So with bonuses, what, um, any idea why bonuses would be on there? To be honest, I have no clue. I think bonuses are based on what your work is, right? Like how you've performed. Isn't that what bonuses exactly. are based off? Like if you if you hit your KPIs yeah. and metrics or if you don't. Mm. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like uh, <clears throat> so basically you do think that uh, the bonuses for men and women basically differ regardless of what role they're doing. Actually, you know... See, if I had to... You go no, you go, go for a shot. You're the guest, man. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if I had to guess, like, I wouldn't see any reason that um, uh, men or, like, being a male or female would be the determining factor of whether or not you get a bonus or how much your bonus would be. Like, as Pratt said, that would be straight up just gender discrimination, which is also illegal. Mm. Okay. But, but do you think it could be something to do with, you know, that whole concept of the male being <clears throat> the head of the family and having to look after, you know, having these dependents on him and maybe having to give him more money compared to the women. Uh, oh, so you're like, saying I, like, they might be like, I, oh, like, yes, look after the family. Like I might give him a bonus over like her. Mm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure. Like I obviously I don't agree with it, but I'm just trying yeah. to right. like trying to understand why that could be a reason. Mm. Um, because I think when I think bonus, I think like, like Ruben mentioned, it's very like, you know, metric focused and, at the end of the day, that's more just like data. Did you hit your goal? Did you not? You know, yeah. and how much did you hit it? You'll get a percentage of that as your bonus. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's true. I, I think another thing is like that comes to mind anyway. So like you know, as as you guys mentioned at the start, women are more likely to take the you know like the maternity leave and whatnot. Um, and I feel like also yeah. depending as well as if they're working full-time or part-time, that also may have an impact. But I know bonuses are also impacted by the fact like, of course, you know, if you've met your metrics, but if you've taken leave, are you still meeting those metrics? And like, you know, I guess that's one thing that comes into mind. And then also I know part-timers aren't also, you know, able to get their full bonus that they should be getting compared to um, like, you know, compared to full-time workers. I feel like, but I feel like in that kind of situation more so when, you know, if you are someone like, you know, just for example, like you take the maternity leave and whatnot, then it, you do risk the chance of maybe not meeting your KPIs from there. You may end up like, you know, having a lesser bonus compared to your male counterpart. But that's just my theory though. Another no, reason. That... Yeah, go Brad. Sorry. I just have so much to say. <laughs> um, Another reason that I just it just came to mind is the fact that there are more women, sorry, more men in higher positions, managerial positions, CEO positions, that C line, which, as a result of being in high positions, often do get higher bonuses. Uh, you know, a, a, a higher percentage of bonus, whether it be in the form of shares, whether it be you know equity, whether it be like actual just cash uh, bonuses, which you know I think is also something that contributes to it. So do you think the issue is not with the bonuses, it's actually to do with the role of the position both genders have? I think essentially it comes down to that. The fact that there are less women in high positions compared to men. And as a result, because the gender pay gap is an average, you know, yeah. obviously if there's men in high positions as their average salary will be higher than females you know, average salary. So you say an interesting thing, right? So basically there are less women in manageable positions compared to men. Now, following that, 
do you think that's because of there's a lack of opportunity or do you think uh they just don't uh it's just the skills that they uh don't have i don't um, think either i think i gone short yeah uh, uh, i don't think it's either i think it comes back to what i was saying before how most women for example if they take maternity leave they'll end up taking time off work and they're in society like you're going by like traditional gender roles more often than not you grow up thinking that the mum or the wife is the primary caregiver over the father so i think when pratt says oh more men are in higher positions than women it also comes back to that because you got to ask why are more men in higher positions and when when i was doing my research anyway the reason i found was because when women take that time off that maternity leave off or that leave to look after their kids or what not spend more time with them the men in the family tend to get promoted and move up and that's why <clears throat> sorry that's why they're in a high position at the end of the day at the end of when they're older so i guess it would come down to basically changing the stigma um around it as viewing the women woman as the primary caregiver of a household and kind of giving men um the opportunity or like i think in i could be wrong i think it was switzerland um did they explain this in the the explained app that i watch uh, i think it was switzerland they actually started uh bringing in like a policy or whatever where the male of the family would get time off to look after the kid as well and it was kind of like a use it or lose it kind of thing mm-hmm. so if you did use it obviously you'd get like basically paid leave and you'd be able to spend time with the kid and whatnot if you didn't then you'd just have to work so obviously that's more incentive to kind of take that and use it right and i think what they found is that once they started introducing that the gender pay gap closed quite significantly i don't know the exact figures um so i feel like a lot of it just comes back down to um it being more more so not a gender pay gap but kind of like a choosing to be a mother pay gap that's what they said in the app kind of thing which makes yeah. sense yeah, because like when a, you extrapolate it to all the other like issues like for yeah. example men being in high positions getting paid more bonuses and whatnot it all comes kind of back to that and that stigma around women being the primary caregiver in the household and that's why they tend to take more of that time off as opposed to the male in the household. So you're basically saying the example you give about Switzerland uh it's because men are presented with the same opportunities to you know take time off to take care of the family as women. That's why yeah. the the gender pay gap there is uh you know a lot less compared to um in other countries. Yeah. That's actually interesting. See um it's come up a few times where you know you guys have mentioned that you know women taking time off work it's you know to have a baby or to raise a family affects uh affects gender pay gap because that's actually one of the ones here so the the, uh, the third one here is women taking more time out of work to raise a family now i think once again uh, repeating what you guys said women are usually expected and i say expected because of you know traditions and culture and this how um how we're brought up to take time off work compared to men to raise a family or or have kids right and usually it's usually it's usually for them having kids rather than to raise a family right have you have you you know had a, any experiences with this i mean have you had a, a colleague who's taken work off to have a baby have you have have anyone else take a work off to have a baby i mean when i came out of the womb i'm assuming my mom took some time off but <laughs> other than that bring her on bro bring her on bring her on <laughs> <laughs> oh good my mom auntie so many see um, in in 
in situations yeah. like this, right, where, you know, women um, take time off um, to raise a family and have a baby, I've been told that it usually puts the, the woman's job at risk because it's usually for a long period of time. But it's funny they say that because in my company recently, one of my, uh, one of my colleagues was just back from, you know, pregnancy, pregnancy leave. She wasn't working for six months, but the company guaranteed her job after six months, right? Do you think companies should offer that, I guess, that guarantee or that flexibility a lot more to mothers and, I guess, moms or whatever you want to call it? I think that should be the norm, really. It shouldn't be something that companies need to go out of their way to do. I think that should be the norm. Like, you know, um, it's, it's normal for women to have a baby and need that time to recover, need that time to spend it with the baby, look after them and stuff. So, you know, it should be the norm that, you know, once they come back, they will be given the same position um, as they previously had. And I guess it's sort of, um, and, you know, they can work with the company to find someone in the meantime and and set those expectations of when they're going to come back, how they're going to ramp up back into the company and, and things like that. So, yeah. All right. I feel like uh, it would depend on where they work. Like, for example, let's say they work like the women work for like a big corporation or whatnot. That's like guaranteeing their position obviously isn't going to hurt that company. Right. But let's say it's a very small business that might be, for example, like too much of a financial liability for that small business to survive. So I feel like there's like a threshold of where it would be applicable and where it wouldn't be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Kind of. So basically how much flexibility you can offer without, um, I guess it affecting your business, affecting yeah. your operations and everything. Okay, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's interesting. All right. Uh, the fourth one is working in different industries. So I think one of you mentioned. Um, I think Sean mentioned with like you know the um, jobs in Western Australia. So it says here women choose to go into lower paid industries such as you know childcare, social work, teaching, and nursing. Do you, do you guys agree? Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. I feel like from what I've seen like people i know um a lot more girls would lean towards those industries as opposed to like for example like engineering or something do you know what i mean okay okay all right yeah so how would i guess because obviously as i said these are lower paid industries yeah how would we address gender pay gap with something like this it's interesting you say that because while i was like just reading stuff i i um, came across a video that actually said that even in an industry like that, the healthcare industry and social work industry, men are getting paid more. Like the average salary of a male is more than an average salary of a female. And I think that really ties down to them having the opportunity or being able to go into those higher positions rather than, you know, there could be a lot of females working, like say your company split up into level one, level two, level three, things like that, yeah. right? There could be a lot of females working in level one, level two, but as it increases in levels, the the representation of females decreases and males increases. So if you were to take the average, um, you'd end up with the male having a higher average salary than the female, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think, I think rather than looking at it from like an industry perspective, I think it makes more sense to look at it from... Um, having like, you know, women being in those high positions and being in those higher levels and given those opportunities, you know, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Mm. That makes sense. But one, so kind of addressing the question why they're not in those high positions. Um, as, alongside I guess, with the men. 
well that 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 it ties down to them you know the whole having to take time off to yeah, have that baby sure. you know that's and then um they you know they obviously have less opportunities or they have less time in the workforce and the men move past them mm. all right yeah for that sure makes sense. i agree uh the last one here i think it this is i mean it just it it's the same as the third one lack of flexibility for mothers returning to work so as i said i feel when uh, you know when mothers go on you know either leave or they just completely you know leave the job just to kind of i guess uh, because of pregnancy they have a lack of opportunity the lack of jobs due to their skill set or due to that due to that gap right mm-hmm. is that something you guys agree with Wait, could you repeat that yeah can yeah. you repeat that so <laughs> lack lack of flexibility for mothers returning to work um, flexibility in terms of like what as in like being home, coming back being able to like look after the baby yeah. or yeah uh, okay yeah i know that um in my workplace um one of the managers um came, got back from maternity leave and i guess she was ramping up and she got to you know choose her hours and choose her days um cuz obviously she doesn't want to you can't just go from one week completely looking after the baby to next week just dropping them off at childcare and 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 forgetting about them you know the whole day and just working so I think it's good to have that ramp up, you know, you start from two days a week of work and then three days and then eventually you move up to the full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, companies need to be open to and not just expect the the mother to come back full time straight away. Yeah. yeah, that's that's why you don't have kids, bro. No kids, no marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but I agree. I think um, it's I, I guess because obviously when um, when you know women come back to the force workforce they're looking for mostly part-time jobs to kind of allow the flexibility and i think there's a lack of those part-time jobs for women in that case right so you know um as we wrap this up wrap this up uh how do you think we can contribute to i guess reducing that gender pay gap we'll go we'll go one by one how do you think we can play a part in cuz i mean i'm sure i'm sure if i ask all of you you definitely believe that gender pay gap should be a lot a uh, lot, lot smaller, right? How how can we play a part now and in the future uh, in reducing the gender pay gap? Whoops. Bro, does the government have a role in this as well? Like I've heard that that also is a thing, is it not? In terms of uh, who you vote in and everything like that. I'm I'm quite not intelligent in the political department, but um, I know I've been hearing like, you know, with all this COVID stuff and, you know, when Sean brought up the, um, you know, the nursing and, and everything like that, I guess... Um, isn't funding and everything like that contributing to the pay gap as well? Like, you know, if a certain industry that is, say, woman-dominated um, and, like, you know, yeah. there's more women in it, if it doesn't get enough funding, doesn't that also contribute to the pay gap as well? That's interesting. That, I, I didn't think of that. Okay. I, I'm, I don't know if that's true or not, but, like, that's just something that just came to mind. No, I think, I mean, that's definitely, if you think about it, that's definitely possible. If you're... Mm-hmm under funding a certain industry mm. uh and you know that that you know a certain gender is kind of uh takes up jobs in that specific industry majority of the, you know the jobs of course is going to create a larger gender pay gap mm. right so if you once again if we uh if you start underfunding nurses or the healthcare department uh, the healthcare sector but you're uh, i guess you've increased funding to the mining sector right of course it's going to be a massive gender pay gap mm. because there's two distinct gender roles 
in each each each, uh, each sectors, right? Uh, Pratt, how do you what, what do you think? How can how do how can we kind of reduce the gender pay gap? How, how can we like help? when you say we? Do you mean like us personally? Us personally, yeah. Because I mean, a um, lot of us work in the force, right? So what can yeah. we do to um, reduce it? I guess like for me personally, like two things come to mind. Um, one is be very open and communicate really well with your manager and set expectations, especially if you're in that mindset or if you're in that time of, you know, having having a baby, you know, I think it's it's something that you need to communicate and you need to work with them together. Um, and, and also, I don't think this is as practical, but calling your employer out, you know, or... But when I say calling, it doesn't necessarily have to be like going up to like the CEO and be like, why did you not give this person their job back after they came back from maternity leave, I guess. But it's more like it comes down to, you know, communicating with your manager or, or their manager and then just asking the questions and making them think, you know, was that really the right thing to do, I think. And I guess overall, like as companies, they should really promote that equality and um you know, make, bring awareness to how they are contributing to making the workforce more equal and, you know, employing more women, have giving them the same opportunities and things like that. I like that. So basically all about spreading awareness and uh, knowledge just to ensure everyone is treated equally. Okay. Uh, uh, what about um, you, Sean? And Make sure you said the right thing when your girlfriend's going to kill you. <laughs> I think, for example, like when you say gender pay gap, because it's, yeah. um, because it actually like, because men and women get a similar pay if they like don't have kids, I feel like. Just don't have kids. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> um, I feel like obviously like people are going to want to have kids and stuff and that can't be stopped, right? Like that's just natural. It's way of life. But. I feel like um, removing the stigma around women being the primary caregiver. Because uh, when you think about it, that gap is mainly from mothers, not from single females. Like, single females make very similar to, yeah. like, single or taken males, right? So I feel like promoting um, and removing the stigma around males still working or whatever, as opposed to looking after the kids, staying at home more, I feel like that would have a much larger significant change to the gender pay gap as opposed to like letting women just be like, Oh, women's are, women are the primary caregivers. Like they stay home, yeah. they look after the kid because then that struggle of coming back to the workplace and all that will also be mirrored on the men's side as well. So th- I feel like that would help the actual gender pay gap go down significantly. I agree. Just I removing that stigma. Good, yeah. All good points there. I think, if I had to say something, I would basically say everything you guys have said. Basically, spreading awareness, making people like making sure people know that you know there is a gender pay gap and this shouldn't exist. And also, I guess you know just breaking the stereotypes about how women are the primary caregivers and basically providing the, the same opportunities for uh, men and men and women, regardless of what the role is. Right? Rush so always does this. Any, right? He always just takes everyone's want. answers to be like, I agree with all three of them. We took all his answers, that's why. I'm looking for a new host. You guys down? <laughs> well, with that 
sly comment <laughs> we come to an end of another another episode um I, fuck, I haven't asked a question in a long time guys what's one song that kind of helps you guys like you know vibe with what's life? getting you through lockdown as well Prats. <laughs> what's, letting, um... what's getting you to lockdown Lately, I've been listening to a lot of The Weeknd, courtesy of our oh, other oh, oh, friend. Oh, oh. Um, yes, Pratisha. <laughs> hey, I, his, I'm going to be so, happy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just a lot of Weeknd and I guess just a lot of, I wouldn't say motivational songs. Like I've never really been one. Like I, I prefer to listen to more fun songs that are upbeat and keep me like happy and like kind of moving and like singing um yeah don't have a specific song though unfortunately what about you guys what about you sean i love me some weekend always love me some weekend but there's this um there's this i can't remember what it's called this dj snake song that's always on tiktok DJ Snake, is that new one? How's it going, man? Sing it. I don't know. But... <laughs> I, I can't... Wait, let me let me look at my phone. I can't remember. Sing it. Let me have a look. Hold up. I haven't heard DJ Snake in ages. Yeah. Like... Oh yeah, you yeah. are my high. Is that a TikTok one? I don't know. It's just always on TikTok. <laughs> Industry <laughs> baby. Industry baby. Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. Such a good yeah. song. I agree. Really, absolutely pumped. Yeah. Good song. Yeah. Fair enough. Mine's. I've been listening to a lot of lo fi, Hindi lo fi. You know the uh, playlist we said. I thought you were going to say like a Malu song or something, bro. <laughs> bro, <laughs> what do you think? I walk around with the fucking lungi with the fucking banana leaf in my pocket, bro. <laughs> Uh, Wait, you're saying you don't? <laughs> stereotype. I'm breaking the stereotype, bro. <laughs> Bhavan, how about you? Bhavan will say some like little Uzi nah, shit. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Donda. Nah, um, <laughs> for, for me right now, I've been listening to this artist called Aries. He's been popping off a bit. So I found him on TikTok. TikTok's a great place to find music, I agree. And um, yeah, I've been listening to him quite a bit. Sick, sick. Yeah, so, like you discover a lot of indie small uh, artists on TikTok. Because you just see a lot of shit on TikTok, bro. <laughs> I've seen so a much stuff from Gender Pay Gap on TikTok as well. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so basically, all of the information Sean got today was on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Take it with the greatest stuff. Uh, well, thank you so much, you guys, for jumping on. That was a very productive, uh, productive conversation. I honestly want to be very honest. I don't know if I was oblivious to the gender pay gap, but for me, it's common sense. It shouldn't exist. So I don't think I was informed about yeah. it. But yeah. thank you so much for jumping on and sharing your views. Yeah, cheers, guys. And thank cheers, you guys. for having Thanks. us. Thank you for having us. Yes. And Lovely chat. We'll catch you guys. We'll catch <laughs> you guys. I don't get canceled. <laughs> we won't get canceled. <laughs> if we get canceled, if we get canceled, trust me, we'll, <laughs> there will be no case. <laughs> All right. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Bye. 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 Bye.